Welcome to the Professional Ag Marketing Podcast. If you want a deep dive into the ag markets and risk management strategies, your search is over. Come here after every Friday to get your weekly commodity recap. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. This is your host, Mike Miner. Let's get started. Today is May 4th, and I've got Pat back with us here. How's it going, Pat? Good, Mike. How are you? Very good. It's been a few weeks since I've had you on. We've had some exciting guests in the meantime, so I know I'm excited to hear some of your thoughts today, let alone the rest of the customer base. As always, it seems as though there's quite a bit going on, so I'm looking forward to the discussion as well, Mike. Awesome. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, Let's start with uh, some of the negative stuff to really start off with here, Pat. Uh, A little bit. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Start off on a hot (laughs) foot here. A little bit of a sell-off pretty much across all commodities here lately. Uh, The grain market's an easy one that I want to start with here a little bit, being the corn market specifically. You know, since about the middle of April, uh, we've really backed off this corn market about 40 to 50 cents across the board and uh, really had some resistance at the time of the year where we normally start to get fired up a little bit, start to get some support back under this as we start talking about planning problems or progress there now beginning of May, maybe the forecast uh, 30 days out into June is starting to get a little hot, something along those lines. And it's really been put down a little bit. And I'd say one of the leaders in that recently has been the crude oil market, Pat. And we haven't really addressed it too much in the recent podcast. So I'm interested in your thoughts here. The crude oil market really put a low in today, kind of a uh, almost a blow off bottom. I don't know if you want to call it necessarily that, but a uh, a reversal here for nonetheless we we made a low down to 63.90 on that july crude oil today and closed about six dollars higher than that so a really strong recovery there but that crude oil market selling off that hard that fast has put pressure on these grain markets and the other commodities and uh, really a broad sell-off that we've experienced here across many of these commodities. And uh, what do you have to say about the recent weakness we've seen in these complexes? Well, you said you're going to start with the bad news, and then and then you talk about uh, crude oil, and you say that it, it, it that maybe it put a low in, and and I, I see what you're saying. Like it's it is six dollars off of what it traded at one point today, but it, at least right now it's still indicating that it's going to trade lower for the day, which is kind of crazy as, as mm-hmm. much as we sold that thing off and it's still going to maybe get a lower settlement today than what we closed at yesterday. But uh, you're right. It did take out that last uh, swing low there around 65 bucks on March 20th. Um, had a subsequent rally uh, all the way up into the mid 80s. Uh, gap higher and everything else on an OPEC, OPEC plus um, uh, announced production cuts. And now here we go back down again. It's interesting that uh, um, that energy is uh, at the forefront of a lot of uh, a discussion here. So I think that's an appropriate topic to start with today. Um, I also heard that uh, um, Berkshire Hathaway, they're doing their annual conference this weekend down in Omaha. And, uh, and uh, that group has recently increased their holdings pretty significantly on on a couple different uh, uh, major energy companies. And so, um, and then we've also this week uh, had a lot of discussion about uh, the E15 waiver and and uh, kind of plugging that in again for this summer and what uh, hopeful impact that might have uh, 
on additional corn demand and and uh, we say all of those things and and also the crude oil market just sold off this week because of of concerns about uh, economic activity in in the three major economies across the globe I call Europe European Union one of those China and then and then of course the US and so uh, plenty of concern about about uh, uh, reduced or limited economic activity due to something between um, slowdown of economic activity and, and recession or, or something along those lines. And so the next topic should definitely be what the Fed is doing and what they decided to do this week, but more importantly, uh, what uh, what their comments were sort of wrapped around um, that, that rate hike. But, I mean, for me, this is mostly a demand-side concern uh, uh, situation, and the market um, clearly is is worried about uh, robust economic activity or even average robust uh, or average economic activity being being uh, a, a more of an unlikely sort of a scenario as we go through uh, the next six months or something like that and so um, it's a good opportunity from a producer's perspective I think to to uh, uh, locking up some fuel costs I mean that'd be one thing to consider here uh, in the short run Mike but but longer term um, lower energy prices probably a little bit of an increase in domestic supply. There's been some reinvestment in infrastructure um, domestically. And so I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been a, a kind of a crude oil bull for a while, but that was mostly based upon, you know, a, 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 this, the U.S. government and other major um, um, governments across the, the globe wanting to uh, um, restrict or transfer transition into a more uh, green sort of an energy policy and that that uh, limiting the desire for energy companies to be reinvesting in energy and that's starting to switch just a little bit here and so it's going to be really interesting as we go forward here I tend to think that these areas that we're trading at um, in this 65 dollar or so area um, I'm not so sure if today was a low, that sort of a thing. But I would, mm-hmm. I would bet that these kind of levels are levels that hold pretty well. There's, you're going to become disinterested in, in uh, find, finding some more shale rock to squeeze crude oil out of if we get much cheaper than this, I suspect. And, you know, this demand concern, it spills over into the livestock world a little bit, too. It seems to have done the impossible, which it seemed here over the past few days. This was a fourth technical straight uh, day of closing lower lower on the cattle market. We've taken off $4 there. So really kind of broke a little bit of the trend that we've been developing here for quite some time. And that was heavily uh, based on some demand concerns there for the live cattle industry with box beef values being where they're at. But I thought that was the interesting one if it really had to stick out at me here because the grain markets have been on a decline for quite a while. But that yep. cattle market with the supply situation they've had, uh, you know, for that to really get hit here this week showed how big of a deal it was that outside markets really spilled into these commodities this Agreed. week. And then talk about outside markets here a little bit too. You know, part of this grain weakness we had been experiencing was because of the wheat market. And the wheat market's been getting uh, really slashed here over the last few months, really, after that major inflation play back last year at this time. And here this week, we had some news across the wheat market, which we traded Russia-Ukraine news for the first time in quite some time here in an aggressive manner uh, after trading almost 
dang near lower every single day since the middle of April. Uh, we had a nice 50 cent bump in some of the wheat categories here yesterday based upon uh, a potential drone strike uh, at the Kremlin, if you want to even call it that, uh, an assassination attempt, uh, some people called it, which whatever. Uh, it had an impact on the wheat market, probably didn't help tensions from the sounds of it, uh, but that was an interesting topic here as we saw a key reversal in the wheat markets. I thought that would have maybe gave the support, uh, some support to the corn market a little bit more, so I'm a little sad that still traded lower on the day there, Pat. Yeah, and I just I mean, a little bit better weather in the in the yeah. in the plains region I think is also uh, has lent to the sell off there in the wheat complex and and uh, now I see the most recent sort of seven day forecast is taking a lot of moisture back out too so um, you got a little bit of of weather play there as well definitely um, the Fed news you touched about it uh, just a wee little bit here Pat uh, about their. Uh, outlook going forward do you want to touch a little bit about uh, some of their further comments on yeah they raised 25 basis points here but what do you think it means uh going forward for their uh for their risk tolerance yeah well i and they've they've uh, uh made the strongest indication uh yet that uh, we're going to take a pause here now and and uh and and expressed concern as it relates to uh, what's happening in the banking crisis and expressed concern as it relates to what's happening in some reduction of economic activity. And so um, this is the closest we've been in quite some time to the, the Fed saying we're done as, as it relates to, to rate hikes. And and uh, while all that shouldn't have been incredibly surprising, I don't think to anyone, it, it is, uh, it is uh, maybe sobering is is a is is a word as it relates to just the the this idea that um, the fed's starting to recognize that that uh, uh, there is going to be some negative impact to to some of the major concerns that are taking place today and and particularly in this whole the whole issue of this banking crisis i i'm not sure that i'm i'm pretty sure that that, that we haven't heard the last of that story and and uh you know that concern is 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 actually i think going to be the one that ends up uh, causing some issues as it is, relates to everything going forward here and so um so anyway i mean i i think that's a that's a, a logical reason why we're we're seeing uh the sell-off in crude i think it's a it's a reason why you might be seeing a little bit of a sell-off in cattle here just uh the two uh the two commodity or the two yeah the two products or commodities in our world that are you know that would most directly be impacted by a slowdown in economic activity any final thoughts here for our listeners today pat well i just uh we could get into uh fundamentals here just a little bit and um the perception at least of a pretty doggone good start to this growing season and so you know as we go through the next week or two here some modest planting delays in in the west are forecasted the east is a little wetter um, but we're a ways away from any i suppose weather concern and so i i think uh, you know generally the market is perceiving us to, to, to getting off to a pretty good start here from a crop development perspective and so I say all that for the bears and that are listening i suppose but for the bulls i you know, from 92 million acres on a 181 yield, kind of where we started from, um, at least based upon those Outlook Conference numbers and the and and on on yield and and the March intentions numbers on on acreage, 
um, it's hard to it's hard for the crop to get a ton bigger than that for a long time, and I'm not sure if it ever will. But we're not planting more than 92 million acres, I don't think, and I don't think that uh, um, you know I, I I mean a 181 yield is an aggressive trend in my mind, and so in order well, it's for, hard to get both those exactly exactly, and so for it to in, for it to eclipse that, I, I I think that's a that's a bit of a stretch, and so. So we'll see here on the May report uh, will be the first time the USDA takes a stab at a new crop balance sheet. But, um, you know, I think where the market's trading at today from a corn market perspective, you're pricing in a pretty big corn crop at this point and some um, expected uh, rebound in demand as well. Well, if you think about it here, Pat, coming forward the uh, next time we will be talking, uh, we'll have that May report under on our belt here, May 12th. Uh, we'll have that next Friday coming out on the WAS Day. So uh, that report will likely be a very big report, giving us a first balance sheet for this next year's upcoming uh, marketing year and could have some interesting thoughts behind that. Sounds great. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Pat. And thank you to all our listeners. Please reach out to us at professionalagmarketing.com. Check out our other podcast as well, Professional Ag Marketing, that's released every Friday. Trading commodity futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. See you next time.